Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Freestyle Way podcast. Today, I am once again doing this solo, no Ryland, as he is in San Francisco, and Tanya and I decided to come out to Central California to weather the pandemic. It's just easier to be out here. We have a dog, and we can let the dog out in the backyard, and uh, the population density is lower, so life just becomes a little easier. We can be a little bit more productive, and maybe we can be productive in a way that not only serves us, but can help us do the same for others as time goes by. Yeah, I've had a lot on my mind. It's been a very interesting couple of months for me, especially because I got to experience, as I've mentioned in a previous podcast, the outbreak of COVID-19 starting in Singapore earlier this year and then coming back to the U.S. and just getting to see this thing uh, begin to unfold in a way that was pretty intense. And having family in Spain, I've also got to experience uh, through my parents, through my siblings, how they have gone into a complete lockdown there. And my parents, for example, they are uh, locked in a apartment in the middle of a city and can't go out. Thankfully, I have friends that are super supportive, like my friend Mike. I love you, Mike. Thank you for being there for my parents, who has been uh, helping them with shopping and checking in on them, which just means the world to me. So I, uh, I'm thankful for people like Mike and my siblings who are there to support my parents as well. And uh, yeah, everyone who's uh, doing their best at contributing at this time, I feel like, uh, yeah, it just goes a long way. So I, I commend all of you who are out there serving and helping. And in regards to serving and helping, I am trying to do my best at contributing while I am here at home and uh, working and writing and thinking And my way of contributing at the moment is in sharing some thoughts that I believe can be a little bit more lighthearted and positive in a time like this, and that maybe can serve others to uh, develop the tools needed to navigate what is ahead of us. Because this is much more than a pandemic, there's there's a ripple effect of uh, things that are coming behind it, that we don't know what they are, but they are coming. And while we have some time right now, especially if you are healthy and uh, you have a job and you have some security and your stress levels, although maybe high, are low enough that you are calm, or at least in in a state of mind that allows you to see things with a little bit of clarity, I think some of the stuff that I'm going to share can be helpful. And today, what I wanted to do was to start a series of podcasts around the topic of getting an upgrade. And I am referring to an upgrade in our personal operating system in regards to who we are. And if you've been following me on social media or you're part of my coffee club, you know that I've talked about the six 
fold upgrade that I believe that we are receiving throughout this time and that if we are paying attention, we will be able to utilize in a way that's going to make us not only feel better, but be able to perform better and simply be better citizens of this planet. So now, without further ado, let's get into the first episode, which is going to be a review of these six upgrades that I believe we are receiving. All right, so let's get into this. The six-fold upgrade that I believe that we are receiving is happening at a mental level, at a physical level, in our relationships, in our craft, in the way that we manage resources, and in our overall awareness or consciousness. Now, let's get started with the first one, which is the mental upgrade. And when I'm talking about upgrades here, I'm not saying that just by going through this tough time, it's going to happen. (laughs) You're going to have to work for it. And in order to work for it, you need to be aware of what you are working for. So for the mental side of things, we are looking at our thought process, which is not looking necessarily at what we are thinking, but rather how we are thinking. And the way that we do this is by giving ourselves a little bit of time and a little bit of space, because most of us Uh, myself included, of course, are constantly chasing something, climbing a ladder. We are very busy. Our schedules are very full. We tend to say that, uh, quote unquote, we don't have time. We can't do this right now. We don't have the space or energy to committing to paying attention to how we are thinking. So, This time where a lot of us are in quarantine or self-quarantine or sheltering in place to make sure that we flatten the curve, as they say, and we uh, protect those who can't protect themselves at this moment, this is the chance. This is the chance to just sit down, take a breath, and uh, look at the clouds pass by. And when I say look at the clouds pass by, I'm, I'm talking about your thoughts, your thoughts as clouds just passing by the sky, the sky being your overall awareness. And once you start to pay attention to those thoughts passing by in the sky of your awareness, you start to see patterns. You start to see themes. You start to realize that behind each thought is a feeling and behind each feeling is a need. And when one can see this, one can begin to separate. And what am I talking about separation here? I'm referring to realizing that you and yourself are two different entities almost. There is the witness, the one that is aware, and the one that is thinking, the one that is feeling, the one that has needs. And when you can separate these two people, if you will, or these two entities in your head, in your being, you now realize that you have a choice. You can choose what to think. You can choose how to feel. 
and you can choose what needs need to get met or you want to get met. Furthermore, you will at least be aware or know what needs are unmet and how to get them met, or at least you can start practicing this. And this option of having choice, that right there, that's the practice. That's the practice that we're trying to develop. And by realizing this, now we can start to behave different. And it's this time in our life where we have some space that we can reflect on this. And what I believe is so important is that when we do this, what we are doing is we're washing, we're cleansing our mind. We are cleaning up all the garbage and waste thoughts that exist in our mind. Thus, we're cleaning up all the heavy feelings or the layer that doesn't allow us to see clearly in our life so we can be a little bit more simple, so to speak. And when we are a little bit more simple, it's a little easier to make decisions. And what kind of decisions? Well, decisions that help us get our needs met and help other people do the same. This is what we could call modeling a certain behavior. So that's the mental upgrade that we're getting in a nutshell. And you can do this by uh, laying down on your bed and just staring at the ceiling for a little bit. You can do this if you have a window or if you can go outside because you have a backyard, just lying down and looking at the sky, looking at a flower, at a tree, just sitting there for a little bit. You can do this in meditation. You can close your eyes. You can light a candle. I don't care how you relax and sit, but all you have to do is to be still and pay attention to what is happening inside. At first, it's going to feel superficial, and then eventually you're going to start to see patterns, as I said. And the moment you do that, that's when you can use this idea that each thought has a feeling associated to it, each feeling has a need, and once you have those three as a structure and framework, now you can start to mold it, change it, switch it up. And what you will notice is that the upgrade that you are receiving comes the moment you can anticipate a thought coming, a feeling coming, and the association with a need coming. And instead of reacting, becoming more responsive, meaning moving with it in a way that is more conscious, more awake. So that, my friends, that's our mental upgrade that we're getting. And now moving on to the second upgrade, I believe is a physical upgrade, which is our relationship with our body and how our body interacts with our environment. And this is something for me that is very important because I have been in the fitness space, especially in the CrossFit space for a long time. And what I've learned is that this notion of always going hard and the intensity and the complexity of the practice sometimes interferes with the relationship, the deeper relationship that exists 
between us and our bodies. And one of the things that I've been joking about is uh, I've been saying that fitness in general is very needy. I need my barbell. I need my gym. I need, I need, I need. (laughs) You know, it's very needy like that. And needs are totally fine to have. But when we confuse needs with wants and wants become crutches, then we have a problem. And I think now that we don't have access, or at least most of us don't have access to fancy equipment, to a gym, to uh, our coaches right next to us, or people that can instruct us, it is time for us to figure this out ourselves and to develop a new relationship with how our body operates, how it works, and what it really needs. It's being able to listen to the true need behind our body's movement. And one of the things that I have realized, this is my realization, is that I need movement, a physical practice that is a little bit more subtle, that moves slowly, that requires balance, that requires me to stretch a little bit beyond my comfort zone in terms of reach or positions that I can get into. We could call this mobility or flexibility. And as I've been practicing this, what I'm realizing is that my thought process around maybe reaching for a pose or reaching for a position or gently moving through uh, a strength piece such as a press to handstand, all of this relates to how I am thinking, how I am communicating, how I am being on this planet, in this world. And now that we have this time and this space where we are maybe confined to the premises of our home and we are limited in the access to equipment and the fanciness, we must become creative. And if creativity comes from one place, I believe it comes from our bodies. And the beauty of this is it goes back to what I was saying within our mental upgrade. It's about becoming simple again. And I believe that it's in this simplicity, within this uh, subtlety, that we start to create a very deep, reprogramming of our relationship and how we move our bodies. And I think this is extremely, extremely powerful, especially because our bodies are the bridge between who we are inside and the environment that we are living in. So that's our physical upgrade, which I personally am loving at the moment. And now moving on to the third upgrade, which would be an upgrade in our relationships. What am I talking about here? Well, just like our bodies interact with our environments, we interact with other living beings, our friends, our family, our coworkers, the nature, meaning trees, plants, the earth, which is a living being itself, We're getting an upgrade here. 
And I've been joking, saying that as uh, I'm currently living with my in-laws at the ripe age of 38, which I'm extremely thankful for. And this is a very beautiful place to be, and it's a sanctuary at the moment. I am being challenged on a daily basis in my relationships. I'm having to upgrade my perspective, the way that I'm thinking, and the way that I'm physically acting, every single minute. I am living in someone else's house, in someone else's home, someone else's domain, and having to bend, (laughs) contort myself, move in a way that is more flexible, more supple, more mobile, more adaptable. And it's not just in my being, my physical being, but it's in my thinking and it's in regards, in relationship to the people that I'm around. And I've been joking saying that if I get through this, I will be an ascended master, basically, (laughs) because I am I'm really working on it. And it's really highlighting a lot of um, aspects that I wasn't aware of before that I maybe knew were there but I hadn't really dug into because I've spent time around family. You've done it too. And uh, it's easy to have moments where you maybe get a little frustrated or irritated or you disagree with someone and then you just kind of sweep it under the rug because you know you're going home. What if you were never going home? Meaning what if you were never leaving this relationship? What, what, What would it be like? Well, you would have to adapt. You would have to work with it. You would have to change. And that's what I'm getting to experience right now, which also reminds me of something that I think I learned by listening to Ramdas, who said that if you want to see where you are at in your personal development, go visit your family. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing right now during this time of reflection, I am visiting with family. And uh, if you right now are at home and you're spending more time than usual with your family, your friends, or whoever you live with, or you're having to adapt to a new relationship at work, realize that this is all an opportunity. And everything that feels a little bit uncomfortable Those feelings are exactly the signs, the signals that you need to start to get the upgrade within your relationship. And if you can see, there's a theme here. There's a theme of awareness. I become aware of my thoughts. I become aware of the feelings. I become aware of the needs. I do that at a physical level. And now I do that in regards to my relationship with the people or living beings around me. This is a beautiful thing to notice and to get to go through. On top of that, I want you to think about some of your friendships. Most likely at this time, your friendships that were true and meaningful are becoming stronger. And those relationships that were more superficial or less meaningful, they are starting to disappear. You're starting to clean up your relationships. And one of the things that I've been saying is I've been telling people to look at their phones and to look at the top 10 messages, the last messages. 
in those top 10 are most likely some of the most important people in your life at this moment. For me, it's my parents, it's my siblings, it's a few friends that I have, and a few people that I work with. And that's it. And that simplicity gives me such peace of mind to know that they're there and that I don't have to make a crazy effort to maintain those relationships and to have them be healthy because they're already there. And the effort that I'm putting in, I'm putting in because I want to. I no longer have to work hard. I just have to be. And that is something that I am really taking the time right now to not only uh, nourish, meaning lean into, but also just celebrate. So that's what I'm kind of doing right now by sharing this with you in, in many ways. And the other thing that is going to happen is we are getting an upgrade not just in our immediate relationships, but the relationships with the society, the systems that we live in in or through. And what am I talking about here? Well, an example is just with the pandemic right now, realize how our healthcare workers, people who uh, work on deliveries or our truck drivers and in transportation, uh, people who clean uh, hospitals, uh, cities, towns, streets, they are the most valuable players at this time and maybe before we have taken them for granted and now without them we wouldn't be able to function in the way that we're functioning through this outbreak through this change in the way that we are living our daily lives so in regards to upgrades, there's a lot to talk about, and we're going to dive into it in future episodes, but I'm, I'm really excited about this, and I think you should be excited about this as well. So now, moving on to our fourth upgrade, which is an upgrade in our craft. Our craft, my friends, is what we do, not necessarily what we do for work or how we make a living but rather that which we find interesting or we have spent time practicing. It's like a singing or playing an instrument or drawing or painting or inventing something. If you like to build things, it's the act of creating and being playful in that creation. It's as if we were talking about a hobby, but now... What's happening is that this hobby is what I believe the world, we, need to pay attention to more than ever because it's within this hobby or that which we are interested in where we find our true strengths and our truest self, the highest level of expression of ourself. And it's during this transition time, this time to reflect, where we most likely have a little bit more time to dedicate to these hobbies. And as you're dedicating time to these hobbies, what I would recommend or 
consider to be important is that you refine your craft and that you explore it in a way that allows you to see how it's serving you. Maybe it's making you feel more calm. Maybe it's making you uh, process certain thinking. Maybe it is your meditation practice. Maybe it's through your hobby where you become aware of not what you're thinking, but how you're thinking. Furthermore, how does your craft contribute not only to yourself, but to those around you? For example, in, in regards to our relationships, I heard someone say, we used to uh, barely talk to our neighbors and now we sing to them. This is something that is happening in Italy and in Spain where people through or out of their balconies are singing to each other to entertain one another. And they're doing that through their craft, through playing their instruments, through paintings, through messages of hope. And I think if we can now see how our craft is more important than ever, we are going to come out on the other side transformed, up graded and who knows maybe you losing your job at this time if that's something that's happened i heard that the unemployment rate in the u.s is just skyrocketing maybe if you have lost your job leaning into your craft now more than ever could act as a foundation or a key to unlock your next level your next level of work, the thing that you do in exchange for value or money. So honor it, spend time with it, nurture it, and share your craft. If you do that, I believe we'll get that upgrade that I've been talking about. And I look forward to talking to a few creative people that I know that may be able to give you more insight on this in future episodes. So that's your craft upgrade that you're getting, which you can also think about as your hobby or the thing that you're interested in. Now, let's move on to the upgrade that we are also receiving within our resource management. Now, <laughs> what am I talking about here? Why, why, am I, why am I chuckling here a little bit? Well, because I'm thinking about the madness that ensued when people realized that they most likely had to be quarantined or shelter in place. And they started buying insane amounts of toilet paper in preparation for this. It's a very strange behavior. And it really comes to show where our uh, priorities lie. And especially in terms of our priorities when we're thinking about our resources and at a collective level, not just as individuals, but as a group of people. I mean, for goodness sake, if worse comes to worse, you can always wipe your butt in the shower <laughs> or you can do or you can do what we do in Europe. We have a bidet. Yeah, that thing that looks like a bowl with a little uh, water spout. That thing is to wipe your butt, and you don't need any paper towels. Or we could just do as the Japanese do and have these beautiful technical toilets that wipe your butt for you after you finish. 
Anyways, even though uh, some of us are still behaving, I'm going to include myself in this because, of course, when we get scared or we uh, feel uh, some panic and stress, we start to behave in irrational ways. Even though we're still behaving in irrational ways, I think many of us now are able to see that that irrational behavior comes from a place, as I just said, of fear and scarcity. Scarcity meaning limitation and fear is always the thought of a future event, something that hasn't even happened. Now, although we still live in, especially in the U.S., in a place of abundance, the current climate due to the pandemic has us slightly limited on our access to certain resources. Yes, we can still get deliveries and such things, but going to the grocery store, that's not something that happens every day. We're supposed to stay sheltered in place. We're supposed to be home. And this behavior is changing us. It's forcing us to think a little bit different, to act a little bit different. And I've always said that having a limit makes you more creative, makes you more innovative, makes you more able, effective, efficient. I've talked about this in fitness many times. I've talked about this in movement development many times. But we can also relate this to our finances, for example, which if you think about it, if you have a thousand dollars in your bank account and you can't manage a thousand dollars to last you x amount of time then you have no business having two thousand dollars ten thousand dollars or a million being able to manage and work with what you have at an effective efficient level is key and that's what we're being taught to do right now and if you ask me it's exciting because when we have this upgrade in resource management, we start to change the systems. As our access to resources change, we change. This is basic economy, supply and demand. And the more we become aware of how the economy works, the exchange works, more in control we become, more part of the system we have, and the more independent, free we become. Now, let's be mindful here. Being independent and free is not about just floating down the river. This is about extreme responsibility. This is taking full responsibility of who we are and how we are acting on this planet. And that's what this is pushing us to do right now. So, with that being said... Our sixth upgrade comes into play, which is the upgrade that is the common denominator amongst our mental upgrade, our physical upgrade, our craft upgrade, our relationship upgrade, and our resource management abilities upgrade, which is our consciousness, our awareness. And the reason this is happening, and I'm taking a deep breath here, is because we are all Every single person on this planet is being touched by this pandemic. Some people are suffering physically and ill and sick and may even lose their lives. Some people are in relationships with people who are losing their lives and who are suffering. Others are 
not affected directly by the virus itself, but affected by the change in the way that we are working as a society within our cities, our counties, our states, our countries, our planet. And we are now having to think about life in a slightly different way. We are gaining a new perspective. Our perspective that is not only individual from ourselves, but actually at a more collective level. We are getting to see a greater picture. And what picture are we seeing? Well, we're seeing the needs of the people who extend beyond our immediate circle. The needs of those who live not just in our cities, like I said, not just in our counties, but on the planet. We are now gaining a new perspective. And with this new perspective, we are waking up to a new reality. The new reality that you're currently experiencing may look like you sitting at home, kind of rolling your thumbs, wondering what's going to happen. That's a new reality. That's a little bit different than it was just a month ago. While some of you may see the side effects of this pandemic, maybe you can see the economic downfall that is coming. Maybe you can see the uh, hardship that's coming due to the loss of jobs and people's livelihood. Maybe you're seeing the change in how accessible it is to get to other countries or cross a border. These are things that are coming. And this new reality is what you're waking up to. And as you're waking up to it, this all ties back into how you will make decisions, how you will prioritize how you make decisions, and how are you managing your resources as you move through this? And what are you bringing to the table through this process? This right here is the awakening. This is the realization. This is the new you that you are developing throughout this transition period that we're currently experiencing. So in summary, these six upgrades that we're getting are mental, our physical, our craft, our relationships, our uh, resource management, and our consciousness. These are all going to be upgrades that we're receiving that for many of us going to be hard. But there's a silver lining here, which is the opportunity. The opportunity to see that the way that we think, the way that we move, the people that we surround ourselves by, what we're interested in and how we manage our resources, what we have of value is putting us in a heightened state of awareness and thus making us better. It's that simple. And for many of us, this may be a scary time to be alive. But, which is an eraser, which is going to take away the fear, it's part of the human experience. Change is the only constant. We live in a constant state of adaptation. That's what we do. We evolve. And the bright side of that is that you can develop a practice around this. Something that you do every day that gives you an anchor and that gives you a chance to feel more connected to yourself, 
to this planet and to do it in a way that is gracious, that is uh, meaningful, that is safe, not just for you, but for others, and that serves. And this is something that I've shared before, but I'm going to share it again, which is the story of Hanuman. Hanuman the monkey, if you're familiar with Hanuman the monkey, he's a character from the Ramayana, and he's a devotee of Rama, Rama being the, uh, or one of the embodiments of a god, okay? And although I'm not a religious person, I do appreciate the theological and mythological stories and uh, the teachings behind them. Anyways, Hanuman, uh, who is this monkey devotee of Ram, he uh, says the following. He says, when I don't know who I am, when I'm confused and scared, I serve you. This is him talking to Ram. So when I don't know who I am, I serve you. When I know who I am, I am you. So what does this really mean? This means that if you right now are in a place where you are a little bit confused, a little bit lost, you're waking up to a new reality and it almost feels like a dream. Use service as your anchor. Serve others. And as you begin to serve others, you will slowly start to find yourself. And as you find yourself, you will realize that you are the people you serve. You are me. You are them. We are one. That's what it is. We are all the same. But in order to realize this, we need to participate. And our participation can come in the form of service, which is simply adding value through our being. And doing that is a very powerful thing. So this, my friends, is my summary of the six-fold upgrade that we are moving towards in this period of time. I'm going to follow up with future episodes, sharing how these upgrades can be uh, achieved and how we can do them and how we can go through them. And um, I'm excited about this. This is something that is keeping me alive at this time and it's something that has already, within the last 19 days that I've been sheltering in place, have already been affecting me in a positive way because I've developed a practice around them. So I would like for you guys to experience the same thing or something similar in, in, a, in a way that you can benefit. So that's why I'm here. That's why I'm sharing this. And I hope it was valuable for you. And I hope it was something that you can relate to. And if so, do me a favor, message me. If you're on Anchor, the podcasting app, you can send me a voice message there. I could include that voice message in a future episode. Send me a message on Instagram. I would love to talk to you. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, share whatever is coming up for you. I would love to connect. This is why I'm doing this. And more than ever, I have time to engage with every single one of you. So, all that being said, that concludes this episode of the Freestyle Way podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Much love to you. And I will see you or not see you, but speak to you. 
<laughs> on the next one. Peace. Thank you.